live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good to be in your company again for another edition of the show. It is a big couple of weeks coming up around New Zealand with all the latest racing and our main man to bring us up to speed with everything is Butch Castles, the CEO of the Waikato Racing Club. Morning, Butch. How's things? Yeah, g'day, Jordan. Not bad. Welcome back. You've had a wonderful adventure with the uh, Football World Cup. Australia going deep into it. Must have been a great thrill. It was, yeah. Very fun month. Absolutely. It was a great month for both Australia and New Zealand sport. Yeah, for sure. And uh, plenty more to come as well. Warriors going great guns this side of the Tasman Mm. and... The Rugby World Cup not far from kicking off. Yeah, I think you guys will have a bit more luck in that than uh, than we will with the Wallabies. Oh, come on, Eddie won't be happy with that. <laughs> Eddie will blow up at you. Oh, You're a journalist, remember? You've got to be positive. I've got to watch my step around Eddie Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's, uh, what's happening in racing this weekend? What have we got to look forward to? Feature out of uh, New Zealand is the Waikato Stud Foxbridge Plate. Plenty of our Group 1 horses kicking off in that race. So we'll catch up with Michael McNabb, who's got a good book of rides throughout the day. Uh, and there's a supporting race card at Awapuni as well. But certainly the focus on Tarapa, Waikato Stud Foxbridge Plate Day. Bevan Sweeney will be one of our guests on the show today. But first up, we're going to have a chat to uh, Michael McNabb, who joins us, one of the great friends of the program. Morning to you, Michael. Good morning, mate. How are you? G'day, Nabba Butcher here. Look, a uh, bit of a spring in your step, I reckon. Sun on the back at Taupo on Wednesday. Looks like uh, the forecast is for a nice day at uh, Tarapa and the track. Rail back in the true position should get back to a soft seven. Uh, everything's sort of pointing in the right direction. Hopefully we're out of the depths of winter. Yeah, hopefully we've had a rough old uh, winter and the sun's been shining this week and it's been great. Yeah, sure is. And, and the horses come on with it too, I'm sure. Yeah, most definitely. They do. they love the sun as much as we do. Mm. Righto, you've got a good one to kick off. We won't let you go round and race one. The hurdle will save you from that at this stage of your career. Race two, Glamour Tycoon. Uh, look, she was stakes placed here at Tarapa as a two-year-old. She's got barrier three. Has she come up pretty well for this three-year-old prep? Uh, she looks to have. Um, I've only had one sit on her, and that was at the trials the other day on the synthetic, and um, she trialled super. She's got great form around her, so hopefully she can run well off that good gate. Yeah, it's a good field. Uh, I reckon there'll be six or eight or ten winners come out of it by the end of the season, but she's got the runs on the board, doesn't she? Yeah, she has got the runs on the board, and as you said, it, it is a really hot maiden field. Um, there's plenty of horses in there with good trial credentials and a couple of others with good race day, race day form, so I think um, it'll be a good race to follow. Yeah, sure will. Right out, race five, the Savabeel uh, 2100. Gee, this is a horse that's racing well. Dashwood, you ride for uh, John Miller. Uh, the win three starts ago, good. The placing since then have been good. And look, there's been money, 650 into six into 550, now $5. So plenty saying the lightweighted Dashwood can be competitive. Yeah, he's a horse in super form. He's in super form on, at the course and at the distance. Um, he's obviously up and grade a little bit. Um, but he looks really competitive, especially if the track gets back a little bit and sort of takes maybe Poser out of the race a little bit if it's not really wet. 
Yeah, that's right. I think people banking on that, that track coming back to uh, a softish seven or something similar. Righto, uh, race six. I thought this one was improving all of the time out of the uh, Ben and Ryan foot stable. Great to have uh, young Ryan joining his father, Ben, in training partnership. Not sure they've... Pretty uh, cool for you if you could ride uh, their first winner. Yeah, it would be good. Um, Ryan's a great little kid. And he's obviously been around working for Ben um, for a long time now, so it's cool to see him training, um, and it would be good to get their first winner. Um, rating 65, 2-4, looks uh, even enough field, but up to the 2-4 looks good for him. Um, just a wide gate to contend with. Yeah, it was good last time through the line in an amateur race, so I thought the 2,400 metres, uh, absolutely ideal. Righto, race seven, the Ardrossan. Um, he's a stallion that's had a wonderful start with his uh, first crop of two-year-olds in the season just gone. You ride one here out of the Stephen Marsh stable called Burn to Shine. Only the two starts. One of them was when running third to Tokyo Tycoon in a stakes race at Matter Matter. There wouldn't be much better form than that going around. Nah, super form. Um, good young young horse, obviously up against the old horses, but he, he's trolled up well enough. Um, so looking forward to having my first ride on him. Yeah, he's got a nice barrier too. It's not a huge field, but to 1,200 metres with that rail back into the true position, it might well be up and in early-ish in the day anyway. Yeah, it could play that way, and that's going to suit in his hands because he's got good early tactical speed. Mm. Right out, race eight, the Waikato Stud Foxbridge plate. Uh, Brando, your mount now. He was a completely different animal once they got rid of that uh, two stones of extra he was carrying. Uh, he had uh, a massive uh, season last season at distances further than 1,200 metres. But, gee, I reckon there won't be too many hitting the line better than him late in the race. No, exactly. He had a really good end to the season. Um, he couldn't have done any more than what he did. Uh, barrier's not favourable, but yeah, as you said, he'll be hitting the line well. He has won at 1,200, albeit in lower grade. It looks to be good speed. Um, if he can get into a nice posse, um, I'm sure you'll see the tangerine flashing on him anyway later on, later in the race. Yeah, let's you know, let's not discount him on the distance. It's five starts, four wins and a placing. He's two from two at the course distance as well. I, I, I just reckon if he'd drawn half a barrier, he might be the 16s into 10s or 12s rather than the 16s out to 21. But, gee, he's a horse that you wouldn't mind sticking with through uh, particularly those first two legs at Hawke's Bay. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I couldn't agree more. Even with the barrier draw, I thought if he had a draw and a barrier in... In at a nice and a nice gate where he could have got a um, nice cosy run. He he would have been a, as you said, a lot shorter price. But hopefully we get a bit of luck and we'll see what he can do. Yeah, luck's a fortune in a race like that where there's so many winning chances. It's a really, really competitive and even field for the Waikato Stud Foxbridge Freight. Right over the Super Seth Mile. Mr. Fantastic was just that last time. He gets to stay in rating 65 after the win and he gets barrier two. Yes, he's up in weight, but uh, gee, I, I thought in a race that wasn't overly strong for a $40,000 Saturday rating 65, just nice to be running for more money again, isn't it? Yeah, it's good to be running for more money. Um, but yes, he's he built to a really good win last time. They took the blinkers off and he seemed to settle well and he finished off well. And um, of course, in distance winner, can't complain with that.
Yeah, and he's got the nice barrier as well. You've been favoured other than Brando with um, some good barriers on Saturday. And, and, and look, he was uh, one that stuck to the inside last time and they couldn't run him down. So you should have the luxury of getting a nice, sweet run in transit. Righto, the lucky... And you ride Samoir for Stephen Marsh for uh, one of the lovely ladies of the game and Joan Egan and another one with a nice barrier draw. Yeah, got a beautiful barrier draw. Um, been running running well. Um, she does come up, I think, quite an even, um, sort of very competitive field. But if she can get a nice run from the trip, I'm sure she'll be somewhere thereabouts. Mm. Did you trial any of the flash ones on uh, Wednesday, just so our listeners in Australia might get a point or two, a couple that you might have sat on in those group enlisted trials? I had done Tokyo Tycoon and Impendabelle. Um They both they both trialed well okay. enough. Um, I've done Prisnefer, who uh, he's a Group 1 winner, and he seems to have come back really well. Gee, give me a good feel, the old boy, so he might be in for a good prep, so maybe follow him. Okay, good on you, Michael. Look, thanks very much for your time. Nice book of rides. Let's hope that sun stays out and about and you guys had a, have an enjoyable day out there and safe day out riding at Tarapa. Thanks for your time. Cheers, Butch. Thanks for having me on, mate. Michael McNabb with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We will take a break, and on the other side of this, Bevan Sweeney will help us look at some of the races ahead of this weekend here on SEN. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis with you, Butch Castles alongside me and our second guest on the program today is famed New Zealand racing broadcaster Bevan Sweeney. Morning to you Bevan, how's things? Yeah, good morning to you uh, guys as well, and uh, spring is underway. We've had a couple of nice days in New Zealand, and it's just got that touch of spring about it. We had some great trials uh, at Taupo with some of the very best going uh, around there on Wednesday, and Foxbridge Plate Day Saturday is the kickoff of our spring. Yeah, sure is, Bevan Butch here. Look, let's have a look at our Wapuni playing second fiddle on Saturday mm. to a pretty good uh, Waikato stud Foxbridge plate card, but still a few winners to find. We'll start with race two and Kahu Rock from round your parts might be pretty hard to handle with the four kilo claim in race two. Yeah, he's a tough, tough horse, isn't he, uh, Butch? And he's proven himself to be one of our better winter gallopers. Uh, he was winning an open handicap last start. He drops back into an 82 and only carries the 54 and a half. So if he runs up to his best, he'll be winning. That price is stretching out, which is a big surprise to me. He's 230 out to 2.4. Uh, Manola, who was very good in the interventional at his last start last Saturday on a very, very wet track condition, he's been back 460 into 4. I think he's getting great money, Kahu Rock. He's one tough hombre, Butch. Yeah, he sure is, and be pretty hard to beat. Uh, their conditions will still be testing enough. Righto, let's have a look at the quaddy. Race 5, Lawnmaster 2100. Thought this was a, a really even field. Jesco got uh, just desserts uh, last time, uh, but the money's come for the Dutch Dame to make it three in a row. Yeah, this is uh, a very tough league of the quaddy, so I suggest if you can, take the field. Uh, the Dutch Dame was my revert to two, just because it's in great form and has run two career-best performances in the last two. So just going with the form, stable apprentice rides down to the 51 kilos. It's got to be competitive at that. ZFZ, just a little unlucky last start at New Plymouth. Uh, just got back on the inside, wasn't the place to be, got held up. Did run home in the best sectionals on that particular race, so it will be competitive. Uh, and you mentioned Jesco, who was good last time. He, 
He can be a tough watch at times. I'm not sure he tries 100%, but when he gets it right, he does have good ability. But I just went with the informed horse here, Butch, with not a lot of certainty, and uh, I'll be taking the field in the first leg of the quad. The Dutch Dame on top, though. Need a bit of help in the second leg. The ugly sister was backed uh, last time a couple of times and fresh up here, strong barrier four. Only had the three starts for the two second placings amongst it, but there's a few with form in this. Yes, there is. Uh, look, the Clement stable have had some really nice horses coming out of their barn in recent times. I think this might be the best butcher, the ugly sister. They put plenty on on debut. It was unlucky. Uh, that just took it the edge off it to second up, and it uh, had its last start, last preparation, was a really close-up uh, second. It'll return to the races on Saturday. Good gate, left at all press. There's plenty of factors of positivity there. Uh, Lady Performer always hits the line very, very strongly, and again was one that was unlucky at its most recent start. I've been with it last couple. We're just waiting for it to get across uh, the line. And right at the bottom, Jet uh, Lal for Johnny Wheeler. Uh, three-year-old taking on the older horses. Perform with some credit as a two-year-old. It's at four dollars and eighty cents. I'll be waiting for one here. The five Faustian bargain just had one run. I thought it was really unlucky in its last uh, two runs for Ashley Meadows, who's a very uh, a good uh, trainer. And at big value, you can't trust the source. Prada's fear. It can run some massive races, but it just doesn't pick uh, back it up. If you get it on the right day, it's got good ability. But I'll tell you, uh, viewers or listeners rather, but just to really follow the ugly sister, I think it's got good, good ability and will win more than one this preparation. Righto, let's have a look at uh, the seventh and money for sweet Janine, but uh, I know Mr Didgeridoo took the entire length of the Taranaki straight to get there last time and got up in the last hop, but he's just the sort of horse that to me might do enough. Well, he's a sort of horse, uh, like just ask me, isn't he? Just, if he gets getting asked, he'll keep on finding that little bit extra. Uh, change of rider there with the weight was supposed to be 56, so all press goes on. He'll be very, very competitive. Uh, he's coming a long way in a short period of time and hitting uh, a stronger race, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, but he'll be really competitive. He's got the breeding on his side right trainer. Uh, Strides, uh, unlucky last time, got home strongly. Does have a good finish. Uh, and then Switzerland, very good at the trials on the synthetic last time. It's a very quick horse, getting with a, a lightweight. I'm not sure about the heavy track conditions, though, uh, for that horse, uh, Butch. 8.50 to 6.50. Uh, I'll stay out of that one. I do like one here, though. Textbook. Put a couple of wins together, four and three back. Uh, it's read seven and six in the form line, uh, but they were both good efforts. Uh, it's had a freshen up in its legs. That's how it races best. I think the gate by this time of day will be okay. And I really do think the $9 round textbook is a really good each-way uh, price for the uh, punters. Righto, and uh, race number eight, the last leg of the quaddy. Gee whiz, uh, this is going to be testing enough to, to get this one sorted out, I would have thought. Uh, a couple at the top that are in the market, drop of something in Pinkerton. Barzetti's in the market as well. Tequila Spirit, tough, tough leg. Yeah, real tough leg, uh, so... Hopefully we can shorten it up somewhere, uh, Butch. Maybe that second leg. Uh, Pinkerton was massive last time. Uh, very good win three back. I think the horse is absolutely flying at home. Mark again. we know what he did at Rickerton. So really liking its chances. I've got to keep me old mate in uh, combination. She's mischievous at $7 with uh, Jonathan going on from uh, an outside gate. I think it'll perform with a fair bit of credit. Barzetti, I think, is one that you can follow onto the Hawks Bay Carnival to win over ground in the spring. So waiting for it there. This killer spirit went a really nice start last time, but yeah, I couldn't ignore the performance of Pinkerton last time. Butcher at $5, I think that's great value for you. 
you've given yourself every chance to get your she's mischievous money on. You've put your jockey <laughs> on. That's a good move. <laughs> well, he's actually part owned by the local butcher who is, if you imagine a butcher in your mind, he's one of those, and he hassled me and hassled me and hassled me, and now uh, the job is on. So hopefully he can get a result, Bush. <laughs> so you're getting the free sausages and you're trying to get yeah. your money back. This is an outstanding yeah, 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 tip. Yeah. She's mischievous. Free <laughs> meat for the week, he reckons, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> now, I know you would have had a look at the Waikato Stud Foxbridge plate because there's plenty of CD interest in, in it, particularly mm. uh, with Darcy Labella. Good to see the Group 1 winning Mayor Bell Clare kicking uh, off in the race as well, and we will rock back from Australia. How did you see it uh, work out? Oh. Like luck will be a big player in this particular race, I think, because I think there's three, four, maybe five that are very even coming into this particular race. So whoever gets a little bit of luck, I think, is the one. Dragon Leap was massive last time, but he'll be getting back. It's a bit of a worry for me. We will rock coming back from Australia with the fitness. Just draws an awkward gait. Darcy LaBella, is she going to attract the 100% suitor as a question mark, but she is uh, very much uh, an informed horse. I went back and reviewed her last preparation uh, last night, and she was just exceptional. Uh, so I think she's right on it. Mm. I'm surprised Q Whiff is favourite, I have to be honest with you. At $4.80, it's obviously smart money coming out of the stable, but I think there's others here that deserve with their records to be shorter. I ended up thinking that if uh, they're positive with Pierre under uh, Sam Weatherly, it'll find a spot. I think it's trolled up really, really nicely. If we can get across and find a bit of cover, I think he's a major player, the Guineas winner of last season, and he's had a trip over to Australia that will have improved him some with him. But I will say Darcy LaBella is a very close second. It's like Al Sherrick to set one up for this type of race, and I think she'll be flying. I saw a track work. Uh, when was that last Saturday? Butcher seemed as though she was working beautifully, and she's so so competitive. Love her six dollars as well. Yeah, for sure, great price. Righto, Bevan. Thanks for uh, your. What's the best of them at Awapuni? Uh, the ugly sister really think there's a lot of potential there, Butcher. Good work. Thank you, uh, Bevan Sweeney. There, trackside. Uh, Form analyst uh, having a look at uh, the features out of Awapuni and, of course, the Waikato Stud Foxbridge Plate on Saturday. There we go. That's it for our edition today of Breakfast with the Kiwis. Butch, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Have you got, have you got a tip as well? Maybe one of your best. Yeah, well, of course, the Waikato Stud Foxbridge Plate. That's uh, the real feature. Uh, so many Group 1 winners kicking off. So much uh, unknown how these horses have come back. But there'll be plenty want to have a bet. It's a fantastic betting race. Dragon Leap will be awfully hard to beat. He's well known to uh, the listeners on your side of the Tasman. As is We Will Rock, who's just come back from a John O'Shea prepared campaign in Sydney. Pierre uh, raced over there and owned by a syndicate uh, that owns part of him, Aussie Care and, and Friends. So so, uh, look, plenty of Australian interest in the race as well. Mustang Valley, who's raced with distinction in Australia as well. It really is a cracking race. 3.38 our time. That'll be 1.38 for most of your listeners. And it's a, a, a race that'll define the chances of plenty of these runners as the spring progresses. Lovely stuff, Butch. Thank you. We'll catch up again next week.